Hello and welcome back. I'm your host Cameron Osborne once again. Thank you for tuning in to True Sports on OC Rock Radio. I hope everyone is being safe and taking care of themselves as usual. Taking care of themselves and each other. I promise this week's show I would be getting into MLB trade destinations for the free, or MLB free agent destinations um, for those that are free agents right now. Um, so that I will be coming up in just a few minutes. Also, Matt Miller released his 2021 NFL mock draft. I will be going over that and some of my favorite prospects from this draft that I've seen so far. Um, the NBA has now just released that they will return on December 22nd um, with uh, free agency starting November 22nd, just in a couple weeks. That's going to be a fun showtime during that week. Um, So without further ado, uh, can't really waste any time on this intro. I say we just just get straight into the MLB uh, free agent destinations. All right. Um... We got a ton of big names this offseason. I threw down about uh, 15 on this list I have here. Um, number one, starting with JT Real Muto over the offseason or, or over the season in general. Um, played with the Phillies last season. And we know Bryce Harper wants him back. If you witnessed any of the, any of the season uh, games or season tweets or anything. Bryce Harper really wants uh, JT back. He's been chanting resign for a while, but um, I don't know. I don't. I personally don't think he's going to end back up in Philly. They're going to have to. They're going to have to pay him a lot. I know Philly has the money for it. Um, it's just whether or not Philly is going to pay it to him. They didn't in the regular season, so we'll see if they do um, this season. Another uh, another dark horse team I like for JT Real Muto is Houston. Um, they're not, their, their cap isn't a, in a bad situation at all. They have a, they have a cup, they have a couple bucks to spend. Um, they need a catcher. They don't, I, I don't recommend they stick with a guy like Martin Maldonado the whole time. Um, I don't know if JT wants to go to Houston considering everything that's been going on with them the past couple of years, um, how that would look on him and his resume. Um, a team I, I really like JT to go to and that I will choose for him to go to are the Texas Rangers. I feel like um, that'd be a good destination for him. They have a good culture down there in Texas. Um, they have a very, a very good uh, future, in my opinion. I thought they were going to be a very good team this year. Um, but injury after injury, things just didn't go their way. Um, I expect them to have a good bounce back year, but... Um, yeah, my, my thought would be to the Texas Rangers. They are already using, losing Corey Kluber this offseason. I doubt they re-sign him. Um, I'll get to his name later on in the show as well. Um, yeah, but the Texas Rangers, I, I think he, I think he can go there, go to the AL side of the ball, go to the AL West. He's been in the NL most his whole life as he played with the Marlins before this. Um, we'll see how he does. Um, or what decisions he makes himself. I don't even know when the MLB offseason starts. I probably should, but I uh, could look that up later, I guess. Um, next name on the list would be Trevor Bauer, MLB's favorite p- player. Um, 
Trevor Bauer, he's even trending. He's the number one trending player on this website I'm looking at right now. So I got everything turned up right now about uh, what teams got the most cap. And um, so for Trevor Bauer, a couple teams that pop into my head. Um, probably, in my opinion, he's either going to Boston or he's going to Houston. Um, Boston's got a ton of money. Or actually, not really. I mean, they they got a they got a couple money. They got a couple bucks to spend as well. Um, I could see him going to Boston just because they don't have their ace. Um, they're in complete rebuilding mode, so I don't know why they would want to go after um, Trevor Bauer. But hey, if if Boston wants to do it, why not? Um, we've heard everything about Boston and how. Weird, I guess you could say, of a city that is. Um, no disrespect to Boston people. Probably very cool people, but... Um, yeah, we've, we've heard mixed opinions on them. Um, another team, like I just mentioned, is the Houston Astros. Um, Houston, getting Trevor Bauer. They would have him, Verlander. Um, they should be getting Aaron Sanchez back next year. Um, maybe Granky. Granky. Yeah, they should be getting Granky. Should be getting Granky back. That should be a, a fun, a fun little pitching staff they have there. Um, they certainly have the offense to give Bauer run support, so that's good. Um, I think Tre Trevor Bauer's been a solid pitcher his whole life. He's very good, very, very good last year as he just won the Cy Young, so that's going to give him a good payday. This dude literally makes vlogs during his games, which is the best thing ever. Um, yeah, I think I think Trevor Bauer, he's going to be a, a solid, solid uh, pitcher wherever he goes. The Angels is off, has off, have also been acquiring to him. Um, a team like the Mets, could probably use him as well. Um, I know that they just uh, accepted the qualifying offer for Marcus Stroman, so they'll now be paying him $18 million this year. So probably not there. Um, yeah, I'd either say uh, Houston or Boston. Angels coming at a high, at a high third place, but I don't, I don't really see him going to uh, go into the Angels or maybe even a dark horse team like Atlanta. Where he just lost to them in the postseason, um, they had they're only they only have eighty nine million dollars in cap, so you know that they got tons of money to spend with Alex Anthopoulos at the GM. Um, I, I, that would be a very very solid spot for him. Gets to teach all the young guys like Soroka, um, Freed, Ian Anderson, Max Wilson, or Bryce Wilson, I should say. Will be a very, very good uh, situation for him. Uh, my next up on my free agent list is, let's see, George Springer. Now, I've heard a lot of talk about George Springer going north of the border and going to Toronto. That would be a good spot for him, play alongside Teoscar Hernandez. That team would, uh, I, they, all, they are, again, let's not get it wrong. They made playoffs last year. Um, with a very, very, very young team, um, a very veteran pitching staff. Um, Vlad Jr. lost a lot of weight this offseason. Um, lost some, I think, like 50 pounds or something like that. 
since the season ended and their season didn't end long a long time ago. Um, transferring that first baseman role, you see he's been putting in the work to uh, become a better and more healthy, more agile player at first base. Um, George Springer, we're talking about. Uh, let's see, who would be a good? What would be a good place for George Springer? Um, not Chicago. Maybe the Padres. Hmm. Maybe I'll slot him in in center, move Grisham to left. Um, they don't. They, he's gonna. He's not gonna want to. They're not gonna have that money for George Springer though. Just telling this straight off the book and how it is. Uh, maybe it's Boston. Always teams that got that big money. Boston, the Dodgers would be an interesting spot for George Springer. Uh, we've heard talks about him going there. Um. I think he might go to the Mets. I know these names keep getting repeated, but the the Met the Mets seem like a a very good destination for George Springer, a, a guy that you could, that could just put that team on the map again. Um, I think another an, another very solid. This is going to be my prediction. Actually, will be the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, they had no production in the outfield last year. Um, literally, they I think their outfield hit like two, three home runs or something like that. But George Springer should be a very good, talented quarter, uh, talented outfielder that they badly need over in St. Louis. Um, but again, I, I really like George Springer, so I don't, I don't really know. I hope he going north of the border would be good for him good place to restart and uh restart his uh little career thingy he's got going on in houston um don't know how much he likes it there anymore maybe he might be a bit tired of it so we will see where he goes um next down the name on the list a huge name here dj lemay who whoever gets him is getting a good bat he's been solid his whole career really solid with the yankees the past two seasons had a qualifying offer declined it um, around 18 million. He'll now be a free agent. I've heard, uh, I've heard names like the Mets, um, interested in him. Haven't really heard anything else about him. Um, I personally think he's going to resign with the Yankees. Perfect situation for him there. Gets to hit uh, lead off, gets to play second. Um, be their everyday second baseman, gets the bat from Aaron Judge, Sean Carlos Stanton, and the big bombers they got down there. Um, Nothing really to say here. Like I said, I think he's going to resign with the Yankees. But for the uh, for the heck of it, um, and no, let's not do that. I got a ton of names to get to. Um, <laughs> I was going to say give him a dark horse about where he could go, but I think he's just going to resign with the Yankees. Nothing special there. He's going to get his sizable contract. Um, next up name on the list would be Marcelo Zuna. Again, another guy I think is just going to resign with the team. Um, he played for. I think he's going to resign with Atlanta. Um, very, very good fit for him there. This team is already going to be a, a lethal team this year. Um, yeah, I do think he's going to be a, a, another lethal fit there. Um, should be a very again a very good player. Very good power brings a lot to that DH spot. Although we don't know if they're going to keep the DH in. Uh, 
in the NL next year. I hope they do. But we'll see. I mean, this team has been something else this year. They, they were one game away from going to the World Series. They're going to be a, a threat to come. Um, don't need to reach more on that. Um, so I, I do think he's going to re-sign with Atlanta, depending on if the uh, if the NL keeps the DH. Now, if the NL does not keep the DH, um, I think he can go to a team... Um, a team in the AL who's got some money to spend, which is like about ninety-five percent of NL teams or AL t- or yeah, AL teams, I should say. Um, maybe a team like uh, maybe Arizona. Um, they could pay him a lot of money to come there for just again, just to, just on a year, on a year's deal. Um, Oakland probably wouldn't want to pay him that type of money. The Indians have only $57 million in cap. Like, that's that's what their entire roster is worth. Sorry to get off topic, but I didn't I have no idea that that was possibly a thing, um, considering they're going to trade Francisco Lindor, too. Um, anyways, um, maybe, uh, yeah, I, could, I just see, I think the Atlanta is just a perfect spot for him. No need to go anywhere else unless... Minnesota gets rid of Nelson Cruz. They, they can go after Marcelo Zuna. But I think Atlanta is just a perfect, perfect spot for him. Um, next name on the list I have is uh, Marcus Semien, former Oakland A's shortstop. Um, I think a good spot for him would be... Hmm, a good spot for Marcus Simeon... I really have no clue where Marcus Simeon would play at nice. Because the thing is, it's a shortstop. Every team kind of has a shortstop. Maybe Boston. Again, I keep naming the same teams, but I just think these are teams that are going to pitch money to these guys. Um, Simeon just came off an MVP campaign in 2018. Um, or in 2019, I should say. Um, as the years just keep aging like nothing. Um they got Trey Turner. They got Trevor Story. The Giants probably not interested. Ooh, a solid team for him, I think, would be the Cincinnati Reds. And that's where I'm going to go. Cincinnati. Um, they got Senzel in center. Um, they don't really have their everyday shortstop. They need need offensive production. They had one of the worst lineups in all of baseball. They got Moustakis. Um, they got a couple other guys. Votto. Arstides Aquino. Um... Yeah, I think I think uh, Cincinnati would be a very very likely solution for uh, Marcus Simeon. Brings a lot of pop, um, solid defense. He's really worked on his defense a lot. He did lead the league in errors at some point, um, a year or something ago. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Marcus Simeon going to Cincinnati. Next name on my list will be um, Didi Gregorius. Um, again, an, another shortstop. Most teams already have their shortstop. So uh, we'll, we'll see what they do, what Didi does at least. Um, probably not going to come back to the Yankees at all. Maybe a team that would be interested in him, like the... Uh, maybe he can re-sign in Philly. That's probably his most likely destination, re-sign with Joe Gir- Girardi in Philly. Um 
a team like uh, I was gonna say uh, Chicago, the Cubs would be an interesting place. Or honestly, I could even see the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers um, going after him. Um, as good as uh, what's his face, Orlando Arcia is good at shortstop. I think they can move on from him easily. Um, that'll be my destination for D.D. Gregorius would be the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, yeah, I think I think Milwaukee be, be a slot, bring them a good bat for Craig Council off his bench, bring them a, a very much needed pre, uh, veteran veteran presence in the locker room. Um, difficulty con concentrating, a change in sleep patterns, an increase in fear or worry. These are just a few signs you are coping with stress. Don't ignore the signs. Here's a few tips to help you stay calm and healthy. Pause and take five deep breaths. Notice how you feel. Prioritize a full night's sleep, a daily movement, even if it's just a walk around your neighborhood. Reach out and stay connected to people you trust. Be kind to your mind. A message from the CDC and Saddleback Radio. All right, I'm Cameron Osborne again. You're, you're listening to True Sports on OC Rock Radio. Or maybe you could be listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, just got up there. That was a very good, uh, very good thing to happen to me in a while. Be on Apple Podcasts. Um, so yeah, if you ever, if you want to listen on there, you can search uh, True Sports. Should pop up with my uh, my little logo thingy at the top. Um, should be able to watch it or listen to it from there. If you can't listen to the show on the free time, um, no worries. You got it on Apple Podcasts now. Um, yeah, if you, that's a little, little, little another fun fact. Um, I'll give you guys about two more names before I get into the mock draft. Um, let's see, a couple big names that are still out there, Liam Hendricks. Um, I'll give you Liam Hendricks and Charlie Morton. Um, Liam Hendricks, huge reliever. I believe he would go to the Dodgers if they do not re-sign Blake Trinan. I believe he'd be a very, very good good fit there i think uh blake china would be an elite fit there um he would fit in very well with that bullpen um if not i mean we i mean we all know the dodgers got the money to spend but if not i think he can go to a team um maybe like the reds maybe the phillies if they're willing to pay him that kind of money um Maybe uh, a, a very, very dark horse team for him, I would say, would be the Chicago White Sox. Um, only $100 million in cap. They got money to spend. Um, a team that was one win away from making the ALCS or ALDS last year without a loss to the, uh, a loss to the, uh, not the Cubs, the A's. Um, A's, I could see them also re signing Liam Hendricks. Um, just to solidify that closer's role that he's held for multiple years. Um, so my final choice would be the, uh, I like going out of the box. So I'm going to go Chicago White Sox. Um, yeah, he'd fit very well with that bullpen. If they decide to also re-sign their closer, Alex Colomay, which could be a good, very good duo. Um, I don't think that would really cause any problems there. Um, yeah, Liam Hendricks to uh, Chicago, going to the south side. Um, 
Next and final name on this list, I will go with Charlie Morton. Uh, Morton, he's aging, but he's still got a lot left in the tank. He's still uh, that veteran pitcher that you need. He's still got a lot of movement on the fastball, dirty cutter, dirty curveball. Um, if it wasn't for, you know, the, the Dodgers ruining him, uh, how times have turned. Uh, if it wasn't for the Dodgers shredding him, he's probably worth uh, a lot more money than he's probably going to get in soft season. Don't get me wrong, he still had a very, very good season. But uh, still, a, still that big game pitcher we, we saw from him in that, uh, in that ALCS um, against Houston. Um, a team I could see Charlie Morton going to, I'll probably name about three. Um, St. Louis, I could see him going to St. Louis. Um, they still need some pitchers. Like every every single team in the league needs pitchers, but I could see him going there. Uh, Minnesota would be a nice spot for Charlie Morton. Um, they have a pretty, uh, pretty old roster, but... I think they'd he'd be a good fit there for that offense that allows a lot or that um, hits a lot of home runs. Um, another team in my final team would probably be the um, let's see, not the A's. They don't pay. Um, let's see, Charlie Morton. Where would he want to go? Not north of the border. Um, maybe, I don't even know, how does the Giants have $129 million in cap? Um, again, probably going to start naming off the same teams here, but either New York, the Mets, or the Red Sox. I don't see the Yankees or Dodgers being interested in them. I don't see the Cubs being interested in them. The Angels could pay him if they would, like, throw him on a one-year deal. Uh, maybe a two-year with with a club option for uh, year two. Um, but yeah, Boston or New York would be a nice spot for him to fill in those rotations there. Um, so, so I just gave you guys a couple names. I can get into more of them next week. I can get into Michael Brantley, Justin Turner, uh, Masahiro Tanaka, James Paxton, Jackie Bradley Jr., Nelson Cruz, Corey Kluber, Andrew and Simmons. A couple more names I can be able to get into next week. Um, if we are interested in that, I had a very fun time doing that segment. Um, it's hard to predict where these guys are going to go um, until we hear more news or breaking stories about, about where they're going to go. Um, now I'd like to get into Matt Miller's 2021 mock draft. He just released a couple days ago. Um, exit out of that. Top into this mock draft. Um so for number one overall, uh, Matt Miller has been working for Bleacher Report for a while. He this was released on November fourth, so actually last week. Um, yeah, he's he's also I've been I've been very interested in his mock drafts. I've always liked his mock drafts. Um, a guy that I like uh, though coming into uh, coming into the number one. Uh, he has the Jets taking the first pick going Trevor Lawrence number one overall. By the way, I'll probably get to into uh, 15, maybe 20 of these picks just because I'm not too familiar with the prospects from this year's draft yet. I know their names, but I still got to watch more on them. Um, 
Yeah, Trevor Lawrence going number one to the Jets. I hope uh, it's going to be a tough to see him go there. He doesn't have a lot of stuff to deal with there. But yeah, no-brainer. Jets, if they're available at number one, if Trevor Lawrence is available at number one, he's going to New York. They shouldn't even have anybody else in question. Um, the New York Giants he has at number two, they will be taking Panay Sewell, the uh, tackle out of Oregon. I think that would be a very, very good uh, option for him to go um, to Oregon, Panay Sewell. Um, yeah, Penny Seal would be, he's a, he's an absolute animal at tackle. Um, can guard Daniel Jones, um, for all, for a while. If they decide to stick with him, I believe if you throw Trevor Lawrence on the giants, they're winning about six, seven games this season in 2020. Um, he's just missed a lot of throws. I don't want to really get into a lot of Daniel Jones right now, but, um, they just drafted Andrew Thomas out of out of Georgia, um, so they can maybe move him to the right, or maybe even move him inside to play guard. Um, but he apparently a lot of evaluators liked Andrew Thomas at right tackle. So if they have Andrew Thomas at right tackle, and then Panay Sewell at left tackle, and then they have um, Lemieux at left guard, that would be a very interesting time for uh, for the Giants. That should be a very fun time. Going to the number three, um, Jacksonville Jaguars, they would be selecting Justin Fields out of the Ohio State University. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of Justin Fields. I believe he can might even be the best quarterback of the draft. Yes, over Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields just does it all for me. I love this kid. I love watching this kid. One of my favorite, probably my favorite college football player, football player to watch in this draft. Um, yeah, I think he can, he's a very good fit in, in Jacksonville. He's got a lot of targets to play with. Um, he has uh, DJ Chark, who they've already got. I'm, sh I'm sure that they're going to attend more to the offensive side in this draft if they go Justin Fields, similar with the um, with the uh, Jets if they go um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, number four, I don't really need to be more to get into more into Trevor Lawrence, but number four, um, Jamar Chase. Going to Miami as they got that pick from Houston and that Laremi Tunsil deal. Um, yeah, Jamar Chase would be a beautiful, beautiful piece to have in uh, Miami to play along to attack Viola. Get him some more targets. That would be a lethal, an, a lethal combo. Miami's going to be a, a, a. They're going to be a team that's going to be a problem these next couple years. Um, we don't realize it now, but this team, they're already playing. They're already exceeding expectations this year. Um, Chase standing at 6'1", 208, uh, very fast, physical, explosive, everything you want in a receiver. Um, I'll start getting the NFL comps once the, uh, maybe later towards the end of this year, once the, uh, shows start to wind down, um, I unfortunately get off air and the, um, Draft starts to come near them. Uh, number five, um, the Dallas Cowboys are there. They expect to take Patrick Sertan second. Um, I, I like Sertan. At number five, though, I think that's a bit of a reach. Um, 
they just drafted Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama, so we see what so we could we have a possibility to see what they like to do the most. Um, Sertan is a very very solid, very steady corner, very long arms, um, very long body in general. I think he's what yeah six two. Yeah, he's he's built for the NFL already. Um, it's just a matter of if he's going to play right uh, right outside, left outside, the corner. Um, he's going to be a very good wherever the Cowboys decide to put him, and Lord knows they need help on defense. Um, so Sertan would be a great fit there. Um, at number six, he has the Atlanta Falcons taking Gregory Rousseau, um, one of the most elite pass rushers in all of college football. Um, this dude's going to be an absolute animal in the NFL. I love watching Greg Rousseau. He was killing that. I think the Miami's in the ACC. He was killing the ACC last year when he was playing. He had a lot of sacks in very little games uh, with that COVID-shortened season. So I love seeing a guy like Greg Rousseau um, go to Atlanta. Um, I know we know we all have our have our opinions on Atlanta, but... Uh, yeah, we will see what they what Atlanta do what Atlanta does whether they decide to move on from Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and all their veterans um, they definitely need to build up that defensive side of the football ever since the Super Bowl it's been going downhill so I think Greg Rousseau would be a nice spot considering they just released uh, Takaris McKinley too um, they just need to get a guy solidify Rousseau in there for five years see what he can give you six seven two sixty five. Yeah, they are in the ACC. He got 15 and a half sacks. Um, yeah, this this dude's an easy top up top 10 pick. He's going to be a problem in the league. Uh, Washington Redskins at number uh, seven. They got taken Trey Lance. Um, this this guy really jumped up in the boards um, the past couple um, the past couple months. Trey Lance is he just has a rocket for an arm. If he's still there, I'm taking him. I'm not. I don't want to deal with Haskins anymore. Um, Trey Lance is a much better quarterback coming out of college. Um, this dude's totaled 42 uh, touchdowns, 28 passing. He has thrown zero interceptions. Now he has opted out of this year, so we won't get a lot of film to go off of of 2020. Um, we'll have to go off his 2019 tape, in which he was absolutely unbelievable. Um, that guy is just a, this guy's just a chain uh, a game changer heartbreaker. He's gonna be a killer. Um, Chargers at number eight taking Caleb Farley corner out of Virginia Tech. The uh, corner out of Virginia Tech gonna be a very very good piece that they have going on there. They keep adding to that defense. The offense that they've already uh, they've already established what they have on offense. Very good offense. They traded away Desmond King. This guy fit. This guy would fit very well. Maybe even in the slot there. Um, he just uh, Matt Miller just compared him to Stephon Gilmore type. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this. I like Caleb Farley a lot. Haven't seen too much on him, but I do think he's just gonna he's gonna be a very very solid player. Um, New England at number nine. Shocking to see they going Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. If you guys have listened to my past shows, you know how much I love Zach Wilson. Um, this guy would fit very well in New England with the offensive scheme they have there with uh, Josh McDaniels. Um, going QB at nine, they're, they're going to get a lot of their defense back next year, and that's what we don't realize about this Patriots team. They're going to get a lot of their team back next year. They're still going to be a very good team next year. 
whether it's Zach Wilson playing quarterback or whether it's Cam Newton playing quarterback, um, we do not know. But Zach Wilson will be a good uh, fit there. Very high IQ, very big, um, pretty tall, weighing at 209. And at number 10, this is where I believe I'll stop. The show is about to uh, run up of time here. Um, I will get more into this next week because I find this very fun. Um, number 10 would be Alex Leatherwood, the offensive tackle from the University of Alabama. Leatherwood's been a staple at left tackle. He's been very hard to beat over his time at standing at 6'6", 317. Um, the Vikings have Brian O'Neill. They drafted Ezra Cleveland last year. Um Leatherwood would be that would give them uh, guard options. I believe you can't move really Alex Leatherwood physically <laughs> or on the offensive line. He'd be a very good spot at tackle or at a or at guard. He's he's not going to be playing guard, so that's not an issue. Um, yeah, Alex Leatherwood. He's going to be a good left tackle in the league whenever he uh, decides to defer to the draft. Um, that was the first top 10 picks of Matt Miller's uh, 2021 mock draft. Um, I'm a bit over my time slot, so I apologize. Um, thank you guys for listening for this whole show. I had a very fun time this show. I hope you guys did it as well. Um, again, I'm your host, Cameron Osborne. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in to True Sports Radio. Um, once again, um, I will be back next week, as always, um, as long as I'm not sick and dying. Um, feel free to message me on Twitter at true sports OC. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about next week. So sorry. I can't uh, tease you guys with anything. Um, definitely. I'll be getting back onto this mock draft. Um, maybe go over a couple more of the names that I didn't have time to go to on, um, the MLB free agency dens- destinations. Um, again, I very, very appreciate you guys turn tuning in once again. Um, but yeah, Well, we will see you guys next week. Thank you another time and uh, peace and love.